to Building Stronger Creatives, a fitness podcast for musicians, artists, nerds, and former misfits. I'm a former out-of-shape professional musician turned personal trainer and nutrition coach to hundreds of clients, and I'll give you no-nonsense information about what it really takes to get and stay fit within the context of a creative life. Here, you'll find practical advice on strength and endurance training, sane and simple nutrition, habit building, and time management tools to help you make lifestyle changes that actually stick. Most fitness coaches have no clue what it really means to be a creative, whether you're a professional or a passionate hobbyist. I'm different. I've been where you are, and I share your values. Let me show you how you can use the gym to build a kick-ass creative life. I decided to title my podcast Building Stronger Creatives because helping folks build physical strength is really at the core of the work that I do. Now, I really, really believe that creative people need to be physically strong. And this might be a little bit counterintuitive. I think it definitely runs against a lot of the messaging that's really prevalent in the arts world about what matters. And there's a lot to unpack there. I'm going to dive into some of it today. But I think that if more people who either were professional creatives or who were just creatively inclined with their hobbies, with their interests, if more of these people lifted weights and got strong, they would have much better lives. And I really do believe that. I think that their health would be better. I think that they would be better creatives as well because they would have more positive outputs to devote to their work. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that in this episode. So today, I want to start by going over five myths that I often hear, or at least that I heard all the time when I was in the music world about strength training for creatives. I'm going to bust those myths a little bit. And then I'm going to give you my five top reasons why creative people should be lifting weights and should be trying to get physically strong. So let's dive in. The first myth that I hear and heard all the time is that people who are creative, people who are artists don't need to be physically strong because the work that they're doing, the thing that's really important to them, it comes from the head and from the heart. Now, I understand this. Like, if you th- think about it on the surface, for example, how relevant is being physically strong to writing your novel? Or how relevant is being physically strong to playing trombone, in my case? But I want to challenge this a little bit. I don't want you to think of your head and your heart and your creative expression as separate from your physical body. There wouldn't be any of those things if you had no physical body. And the bottom line is that your head lives inside your body which means that if your body's not healthy or if your body's not functional, functioning optimally, you're not treating your body in the way that it, it needs to, to be at its best, your brain function is going to suffer, which means your creativity, your focus, your energy, all of the things that are really important for creating your art are also going to suffer. Now, when we get strong, our brain function is going to improve, and I'm going to talk more about that later. But the human body is meant to be strong. It's meant to move around, carry heavy objects, lift things. It's meant to manage loads. So if you don't put that kind of stress on your body on a regular basis, it's absolutely going to affect everything that's going on inside of you, which is going to affect your brain. So stop thinking that you're some sort of robot or some sort of 100% spiritual being that has no ties to the physical world. The inescapable reality is that you have to take care of your body if you want your brain and your creativity to be at their peak levels. The second myth that I hear, I heard this a lot when I was in the music world, 
was that lifting weights is going to somehow diminish the fine motor control that you need to excel at your art. Now this makes sense. I remember in my first training job, I worked with a lot of violin players and there's a lot of really complex technical movements that go into playing violin. A lot of them are in the fingers. So we're talking about really small, complicated movements here. And so I understand the idea that you wouldn't want to do anything physically that would put that at risk. And of course, I totally support that. One of the things I do when I write programs for my clients is I take into account what are they doing physically for their job, for their creative work? You know, what sort of risks can we not take? But I don't think that you need to swing so far in the direction of, well, I should never do any strength training because it's going to be unhelpful. What I've found is that the opposite actually happens. When we move our body in full ranges of motion, moving in different directions, doing different exercises, our control and our connection with our body actually increases. Your nervous system is going to be more effective at knowing where your body is in space and controlling different movements. And that's going to run all the way from big, complex movements like squats to fine motor patterns that you have to perform for your work. So obviously you're not training those patterns in the gym, but I want to uh, make you feel at ease that just because you start working out doesn't mean you're going to lose that ability. Those are separate skills. And in general, getting stronger, lifting weights is only going to improve your connection with your body. Myth number three is related, and that's this idea that I'm going to get big and bulky if I work out, and somehow that's going to make me a worse artist or a worse creative. There's this really pervasive stereotype of the gym bro, and gym bros do exist, but you can think of a guy who's kind of hulking around the gym with his gallon water jug, huge muscles ripping out of his tank top. I think a lot of creative people unfairly assume that people that are like meatheads or people that like to work out are somehow unintelligent or that they lack something, something that would, you know, if the creative lost that, that they would not be on their peak game for their art. And I think that, first of all, we need to understand that getting big and bulky or putting on a lot of muscle is not something that just happens overnight. People spend years, decades, even their entire lives in the focused pursuit of building muscle, and they still don't always get to that point. So if you've never worked out before, you're probably going to see some fast gains when you first start, but within six months or so, everything's going to slow down and become a lot more challenging. Trust me, as someone who has been trying to actively build muscle for a long time, especially women, it just doesn't happen that easily. It happens easier for some folks than others, but it's probably not going to happen on accident that you're just going to balloon up to a huge size. Also, there's different ways to train in the gym. So if you really don't want to get bigger, which I think is fine, everybody has a right to uh, decide what they want to do with their body. Just know that if you're doing like basic strength training and you're doing more conditioning aerobic training, which is a lot of what I do with my clients to improve energy and things like that, those types of training are probably not going to lead to a huge amount of muscle gain. So you know, leaving out isolation exercises, doing a lower training volume, training muscles less frequently, all of these things can be incorporated just to make sure you don't get to a place that you don't want to be. Now, that being said, I also want to push back on this idea that if you do gain muscle, somehow you're not going to be as good of an artist or you won't be able to create in the same way. I don't think these things are related um, in the way that you think they are. So just know that you have more control over the outcome, perhaps, than you maybe think, and that getting big and bulky doesn't happen on accident. And it's probably not going to happen pretty quickly. So there will always be a point at which you can say, okay, I don't want to build any more muscle. And then you can adjust your training accordingly. Myth number four, 
is that cardio is good enough. Well, again, this is one I heard a lot in music. Well, I'm a brass player, so maybe my breathing needs to be good, so I'm going to swim or I'm going to ride my bike, but nothing else is relevant. Um, Or maybe, again, for the reasons listed above in some of these other myths, you think like, well, I don't really want to lift weights, so I know I need to exercise, and I'll just do cardio. I really think that for optimum health and well-being, we need a mix of strength training and cardio. Cardio is great. And sometimes I have the opposite conversation with people who love lifting and hate cardio and I have to convince them, okay, well, for your heart health and for energy and things like that, we really should be doing more cardio. This is not for those people. If you're on the other end of the spectrum, I want you to consider that there are different physical adaptations from every type of training. And when we lift weights, we get benefits that we don't get from any other type of exercise. Some of these include things like increased bone density, better joint health and support, obviously building physical strength and muscle. Um, And then there are other effects on energy and metabolism that go along with strength training that you just can't get from cardio alone. So if you're really serious about feeling your best from a day-to-day basis and also creating the best possible art and showing up in the world in, you know, as your full authentic self, I really think that you should be doing strength training and cardio. I don't think that cardio alone is good enough to get all the benefits that you really need from exercise. And then the fifth myth is that creative people just don't belong in the gym. This is more of an identity issue. In my first episode, I talked about how growing up I was a terrible athlete, like the worst, and how I was bullied a lot by kids on my teams. And so I internalized these messages that I'm not good at sports, I'm not athletic, I don't belong here, these aren't my people. And this is really common because Well, a lot of creative people have been active and were involved in athletics. A lot of us were not. They had experiences more similar to me. And it's hard to break free from these stories. There can be a lot of pain and even trauma that's tied up in all of that. But I just want you to know that you're a human being and human beings are meant to move. Our bodies, our brains, our internal chemistry, so much of our evolution is tied up in supporting consistent movement. And if you don't move, you're not going to feel your best. It's just the bottom line. I talked about this in the first myth, but you can't function optimally with your brain and your heart if your body is not active and not strong. So what this means if you struggle to find your place is a couple of things, really. You need to find a workout environment that works for you. For every Globo gym with like gym bros and screaming and dropping weights that makes you feel uncomfortable there's also a gym that's more chill it's maybe full of more creative people it's maybe more inclusive more accepting these spaces do exist especially if you live in a big city you can also find ways to work out at home or work out outside there really are so many options for strength training especially in the pandemic a lot of people saw that the possibilities for home training are really vast so Don't feel like you don't have any options. It does take a little bit of courage, but you can absolutely rewrite your identity and rewrite your story as, yes, I'm a creative person. Yes, maybe I'm a nerd. Maybe I'll never be like the athletes, but I am still a fit person, a strong person, and I still like to crush it and work out. That's basically what happened with me. I was so out of place in the exercise world, and here I am all these years later, coaching other creatives, telling people that it's possible to fall in love with movement in your own way, and to rewrite those stories and reclaim your power in terms of exercise. So now that I've busted some of these myths, hopefully I've convinced you a little bit to consider strength training. But in case you're still on the fence, let me give you five of the biggest benefits of strength training and lifting weights for artists and creative people. Number one, 
you're going to have more energy, creativity, focus, and stamina. In my first episode, I talked about how during my freshman year at music school, I had this seminar in the afternoon. And I loved the seminar, but I always fell asleep in it because my energy levels, excuse me, were um, so out of control and like so in the toilet. So what I had to do at lunch was chug. They had these little eight ounce coffee cups and I would chug like five or six of them at lunch just to make it through my classes. I had the same problem in rehearsals. I would fall asleep counting rests. This is like a brass player and percussionist problem. I don't think um, all musicians will know what it's like to fall asleep counting rests, but I digress. Um, I would fall asleep at concerts. It was hard to get out of bed in the morning. All this stuff was just really challenging. And I was young, I was 18, 19 years old. So I should have had a lot of energy. And it's funny because now at 30 years old, I have tons and tons of energy. It's completely different than a decade ago. But what I want to say about all this is that the very first benefit I noticed before any weight loss, before really much progress at the gym even, when I started working out, I had more energy. All of a sudden, I didn't need all that coffee to stay awake in the afternoon. All of a sudden, I could focus in rehearsals. All of a sudden, I could actually enjoy a concert without passing out, um, you know, in the comfy chairs. And these things paid such a huge dividend for me at that point in time, because I really needed that energy and needed to be able to turn it on and to practice and focus. And I just had a lot of things I wanted to do. When I had more energy, those doors opened up to me. So sometimes we get stuck in this cycle where we are not active. We feel really shitty. We feel tired. We feel drained. And then we think, well, of course, I don't want to work out right now. Like, I feel like shit. That's the last thing you want to do. You want to veg out or watch TV. But then what happens is that doesn't really refresh you, you don't sleep well, and you continue to feel worse and worse. I know a lot of people get stuck in this, and I want to empathize because I've been there and I know how hard it is. But if this is you, really the best thing that you can do is to start lifting weights and to start moving more. Do it even when it's challenging. You can do small bite-sized bits, but all of it's going to add up and it's going to have a really, really huge impact on your ability to produce sustained energy throughout the day. And of course, when we're energized, we're more creative, we're more excited about what we're doing, and that's obviously going to lead to better art and more enjoyment from life. So if you feel tired all the time and you're not exercising, I think that you need to give it a shot, and I think it's going to pay big dividends for you. Benefit number two is more confidence. Now, this is one reason why strength training is so important for creative people. Sure, you can get confidence by just showing up to do an exercise plan. So for example, if you're not doing anything and you start swimming or biking or even going for walks and you do it consistently, that feels good. That builds confidence. It shows that you have integrity, that you're going to follow through on your commitments to yourself. But it doesn't build the same kind of confidence as getting physically strong. I'll never forget the first six months of my personal fitness journey, going from someone who was so out of shape, um, hadn't lifted weights in many years since I had had to do it as part of high school swimming, feeling really out of place in the weight room, worried that like all the frat bros in the college gym were looking at me, to like moving hundreds and hundreds of pounds and being like, wow, this stuff is cool and like I can do it. It was so empowering, especially as a woman, to move those loads in the gym, to see the bar weights go up, to be moving up on the dumbbell rack. There's nothing quite like it in fitness. And I've done a lot of things in fitness. There's nothing quite like building strength and muscle through weightlifting. Again, going back to my own music school experience, which is when I had my first uh, physical fitness transformation, the confidence that I brought to performing on stage was totally transformed after lifting weights. 
like not only was I, you know, literally standing better, I had better posture, more ability just to sustain my position because I was stronger in my core and my back, but I just felt like I'm a badass and like I deserve to be here. And those things were so powerful for me. So I encourage you to consider that when you get stronger, you're going to feel stronger in every area of your life and that's going to help you show up as the person that you want to be. The third benefit of lifting weights and strength training for artists and creatives is that it helps counteract repetitive movements and gets you out of these postures that you're stuck in all day long. So I think about people who work with their hands, so artists, um, sculptors, people that hold instruments, and even writers, people who are like typing all day long at a computer. All these artistic pursuits require you to basically sit or stand in one position and you do a lot of like small movements. So I know when I played trombone, like I would sit and stand, but there was a lot of sitting. So my hips would get tight. And then I was holding a heavy instrument only on my left side. So I would have left elbow pain and left shoulder tightness. And then I would feel imbalanced, like really imbalanced between my right side and my left side. I had all these weird issues that would come up. So the thing about posture is there's no one best posture. It's kind of a myth. But it is important not to be stuck in one position all day, every day. That's where people start to get into problems. Again, going back to what I said earlier, the body's meant to move in different directions, in different planes, in different manners. So when we only do one thing over and over and over again, that's how we get bad aches and pains. We feel really stiff. And that's also what contributes to overuse injuries, which at least in the music world were pretty prevalent and they can be really damaging to people's careers. So one thing that I encourage you to do as you're getting started in your strength training journey is think, how can I go to the gym and just be a human being first? What I mean by that is you might be a sculptor, um, you might be a graphic designer, you might be a trumpet player, but we all have the same basic human body and same physiology. So we want to make sure we're moving in all the ways that a human body is meant to move, at least to the best of our ability. And we want to just build strength and use full ranges of motion and just really explore what our body's capable of. And when you do that, and you're moving more and you're not just sitting in one position all day, every day, doing the same tiny movements over and over, your body's going to be more resilient. You're going to have more movement options. And all of that is just going to help you feel a lot better. It might potentially reduce your risk of injuries as well. I should say there's no way to uh, totally avoid the risk of injuries in anything, whether that's in the gym, um, playing the violin, or like tripping as you walk down the street. But we can set our bodies up to be more resilient by training and moving in different ways and helping our body know, okay, like I've been in this weird position before and I can handle it. That is going to be very, very beneficial to you in, uh, you know, in your art and also in your daily life. So get into strength training and also get into it again in as like a full and robust way as you can to see the most benefits in that regard. Benefit number four. Uh, Building strength and muscle is going to help you age better, which is going to give you a more long and fulfilling career. Now, when I think about creative people, they're some of the most passionate people that I know. It's tough to go after a creative life. Like, it's difficult. And a lot of times when we really go for it, it's because this is the only thing that we want to do. And we love it so much and we feel so deeply about it. And that's one of the things that I love most about creative people. But if you want to have a long career, you really need to stay physically healthy. And not only that, you want to maintain your quality of life as you get older. Because you might not have any illnesses, but if you can't move well, if you have a hard time getting around, and if your endurance and joint health sucks, it's not going to be a very happy time when you're in your 60s and 70s and things like that. 
or even 50s or earlier, to be honest. So one of the biggest reasons why we have age-related decline is because we lose muscle mass. After a certain age, uh, you're going to start to naturally lose muscle. And not only that, you'll lose strength and you'll lose power and other physical traits as well. If you want to maintain those things, you have to give your body a reason to hold on to them. And the way you do that is through strength training. You're not going to maintain your muscle mass by doing cardio alone. If you're running, for example, perhaps you'll have some in your legs, but there's no reason for your body to hold on to upper body mass if all you're doing is running. We need to be in the gym. We need to be lifting weights. And if you're comfortable with it, I encourage you to actively try to build some muscle. Again, I don't think it's likely if you're listening to this that you're going to build a huge amount of muscle. If you want to, you certainly can go after it, but it's difficult. What we want to do is to build as much as we can and to maintain what we have for as long as possible. Your body is going to get rid of that stuff if you don't give it a reason to hold on to it. So this is so, so important if we're thinking about longevity. If we want to be able to dictate the terms of our career and still be doing the things that we love when we're older and not feel like it's so hard to get around or do things, you really should be taking care of these things as soon as possible. Now, if you're already an older person listening to this, don't freak out. It's never too late. That's one of the beautiful things about strength training. There's research that shows that you can continue to build strength and muscle even at advanced ages and even if you've never trained before or if you've had to take a lot of time off. So the best time to start strength training to improve your quality of life was, you know, when you were 20 or younger potentially, the second best time is right now. So don't wait any longer if you want to feel your best and move well and have independence and mobility as you get older. The final benefit of lifting weights and strength training for artists and creatives is that there are so many mental parallels between the process of getting stronger and the process of creating work or getting better at your craft. I know when, when I was in high school, we had a band director and he always made uh, sports analogies. And at the time, I was so annoyed with it. I was like, what the fuck is this guy always going on about sports? Um, but as I got older and became a trainer and became more involved in fitness, I really understood the wisdom of what he was saying. Any pursuit in life where there's really no finish line, you just continue to evolve and um, iterate and improve is you know, you're going to learn lessons from one pursuit to the other. And fitness is that way. Now, you might have a short-term goal, a weight loss goal. Maybe you have a performance goal. But ultimately, what I want for my clients and what I want for you is that fitness is going to be a lifelong pursuit. You're going to always be looking for ways to get better, to improve, and to learn about yourself, both your physical body, but also, like, what are you made of? Like, how do your emotions affect you? What's important to you? How do you prioritize your life? All these things are directly relevant to an artistic path. In music, for example, there are a lot of things that we didn't, at least speak for myself, I didn't want to do. I didn't want to warm up every morning playing lip slurs and long tones. I didn't want to practice scales. I didn't always want to do score study. I had to put myself in uncomfortable situations like taking lessons and performing and doing things that would make me uncomfortable in the short term, but would make me better as a musician. And if we can practice those in other ways, perhaps ways that are less charged, because sometimes with art, especially if we're trying to make a living, everything feels so personal and so important. So if we can put ourselves in those kinds of situations and practice those skills in other settings, I think that that's going to translate to your art. So fitness is such a great way to do that. And why not take advantage of that because of all the other benefits I've already mentioned. You already want to work out to improve your health, to make sure your brain's functioning well, to keep your joints and muscles healthy. Why not 
you know, really dive in and see like, what can you learn from this that you can take to your artistic path? I think that that's one of the really underrated benefits of lifting weights. And I think that anybody who's in the arts who has been on this weightlifting path, I think that's one of the things that I hear the most from people is like, oh, I learned so much about myself at the gym and that made me a better artist. So consider that as well, that there are some intangible benefits to strength training specifically. All right. So I hope by now I've convinced you to at least consider getting into the weight room, getting into your home gym and doing some strength training if you're a creative person. I can't speak uh, enough about how important this is. And I really want to just reemphasize that I don't think cardio alone is good enough. I think we need a combination of both of these things to look, feel, and perform at our best. So just to summarize real quick the five biggest benefits of lifting weights and strength training for creatives. Number one, you're going to have more energy, creativity, focus, and stamina. Number two, you're going to feel more confident and you're going to show up more fully in the world. Number three, Strength training will help you counteract repetitive movements and get you out of the postures that you're locked in all day long. This is going to help you feel and move better and potentially reduce the risk of different injuries. Number four, building strength and muscle, or at least maintaining what you already have, is going to help you age better. You'll move better, you'll have more options and independence, and you'll be able to dictate the terms of your career uh, without letting your body make those decisions for you. And number five, There are strong mental parallels between lifting weights and creative work, and it can be really fun to challenge yourself to grow and to learn in that setting, something that's not directly tied to your livelihood or your hobbies. You know, it's something else. You can take those lessons and translate them directly into your creative work. So again, I hope I've convinced you in the episodes to come throughout this journey, I'm going to be sharing a ton of information about strength training. So If you're feeling like you want to do this, but you don't know where to start, I hope you'll tune in for the next episode where I'm going to talk about how to get started with strength training if you're a beginner or get back into it after a long break. If you're more advanced or experienced and you're like, hell yeah, I love this, stay tuned because I'll also be doing in future episodes uh, more nuanced, more in-depth conversations about different aspects of strength training specifically for creative people. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Building Stronger Creatives. If something you heard resonated with you, I would love for you to share this episode with someone else who might enjoy it. I also always appreciate comments, ratings, and reviews. These things help me get the word out to other creatives who could benefit from this type of information. See you back on the next episode. Until then, stay curious, stay passionate, and stay strong.